episode 71. No intro. No intro in- anymore. In- We're just going right into it. Intro less. Intro less. Intro less. Hyphen D- less. D intro. Now, we're doing another podcast in the dock. I'm in the dock. It's um. It's not quite the dark. Well, well, now you've got a spotlight on like it's some interrogation. No, it's a nightlight. It's a nightlight. You're a fucking war criminal. Wow. I, 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 I mean, you shined, <laughs> it, you shined it right at my face. Before that, I was sitting in the pitch black like the Batman. Okay. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. Oh, that's Bane. Bane yeah. was born in the darkness. Exactly. That man just adopted the darkness. Exactly. And that's why he broke his back. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's spinal. Yeah. Um, so getting back into the swing of things, podcast boys, back at it. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Went to New York City. Was the coronavirus is, I don't even it's know what's spreading, going on. Apparently. It, it, it's spreading, Here's a question. We were in New York, obviously. Yes. We were on the subway. Did you have any fear of like hmm this is do these people like people cough i'm like looking at them like do these people have the coronavirus Nah, i'm just out there i'm just i'm just out here winging it man here's the thing if someone with the coronavirus goes on the subway and touches something coughs in their hand touches a railing right you touch that same railing do you now have coronavirus because the root of coronavirus i believe it was, was a batman was a bat soup yeah I was it's born. a bat soup I wouldn't eat a bat soup. I, would, I think I'm safe. The thing is, I wouldn't eat a bat soup, but then the situation is that someone it's, it's escalated. So, yeah, someone eats, someone eats the bat soup. Uh, it's expanding exponentially by coughing, apparently. That's uh, why you got to get the gas mask. It, it's not a good situation, but... Uh, okay, we'll come back to that. We'll circle back. Maybe, maybe we're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> the, the, the bat soup is... That visual is grossing me out. But... Um, there's no biz like showbiz, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> okay. And this week has been no different. Yeah. So uh, before we get into things, for those of you who don't know, patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you want to support what we do, if you like what we do, and if you want access to a bunch of cool shit, quite frankly. Um, and one of those things, actually, start the clock, sir. What, what you need. Got what you need. There you go. No, no that was, I was clock, resetting it. Nah, I started it. The clock is officially started it's underway yeah begun it's, it's no different than a high level uh sporting event yeah okay me Jump demolishing ball. you like fury and wilder we'll get no, back no. to it we'll okay. get back to it okay um game set so match as we often do me I, I, beating you as we like to do um greetings salutations uh what have you yeah. hellos uh new wolves uh to the wolf pack yeah this is like this is the uh initiation yeah uh, and by that, I mean, they passed the initiation already. W- welcoming. The, this is the welcome. Yeah. Um, the welcome party. Michael Stewart. Yes. Scholarly name. I Did to, very uh, well on the SATs. I can guarantee it. Uh, a very studious man, uh, an academian. Yeah. I went to high school with a kid named Mike Stewart. There you go. Maybe it's the same guy. Austin Cowden. We appreciate you, brother. Cowden. Uh, I feel like I feel like we've got a lot of Austins in the Wolfpack. Yeah. I respect it. Several. I respect it. All right. You know, we, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin. We got Austy Frosty. Uh, you know, we got, we got Austy Cowden. And now we got Cowden. So we'll have to think of a good one for him. But uh, welcome to the pack. Randy Ng. E-N-G, which. I think that's Ang. 
the abbreviation for English class also. Yeah. Yo, Hang how, 101. How cool was it back in the day, right, when you got your schedule, when they printed that schedule up and you were, like, talking to all your homies and seeing who was in your classes and, oh, you got English third period, you know, with Mr. Ang teaching oh, English. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, or, or be like, my, oh, damn, you got Mr. Foster. He's a dick. Yeah, oh, he's a wicked dick, dude. Oh, wow. Um, you went to school in Boston. No, okay. <laughs> I went to What's high up, school dude? in Florida. Florida. And, and my English three teacher was actually a guy named Mr. Wilson. There you go. Buckets, uh, the name dropper that he is. A dropping, a phenomenal dropping, memory. Dropping actual names. Uh, I went uh, to high school in New York City. Uh, my English teacher, hey. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you, you know what's weird is think about like teachers you had. Like, okay, who was your math teacher in tenth grade? Like, a lot of people can't remember that. Now I can remember my teachers if I if I sit down and and actually think about it. Tenth grade, Ms. some of them though. Tenth some grade, of them I can't. Math was I took geometry, Mrs. Bilski. Never forget. Stop, please stop with the no, government. No, I, I got a phenomenal please memory. Stop. Some some have said I have a photographic memory. You, you got. I can stop. remember anything. You got to stop. Well, I mean, we're going to have to get people to fucking uh, sign those papers that you got to sign when you're going to appear in something. You you, you got to stop using oh, like an, is, what's that an NDA? The <laughs> opposite of an NDA. You, you, you got to stop. All right. I love it. You got to cut it out. I'll never stop. You got to cut it out. Never stop. Never settle. Hennessy. Okay, <laughs> there it is. Um, Jesse Stokes. Jesse Stokes, I like it. Jesse Stokes, to me, sounds like a Harlem glo uh, Globetrotter. Yeah, she's wonderful. I know her well. Okay, and is a Harlem Globetrotter. Yes. Okay. Um, Quincy Brown. Quincy Brown is an R&B singer. All the, all the way. I mean, come on. Come on, Quincy yeah. Brown. He's in The Temptations. Yes, Quincy Brown is in The Temptations, also uh, baritone. Okay. Yeah, I, I, baritone. Th that's a word I don't know what it means. I'm also a baritone, so I do know what it means. What does um, it mean? It's like a, a, a lower male? Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know about uh, male. <laughs> I don't know what you're No, talking. no, like a falsetto is usually a, a woman. Listen, listen, you got to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you she just said it. you're a baritone. You gotta, then I asked for a description of I'm baritone. Lying. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that? I'm lying. Okay. okay. Um, got Pinocchio in the house. Uh, Bryce Lawson, welcome to the yeah. pack. B Law, B Law. I feel like B Law is a baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like Bryce is a very baseball player. Name. First baseman. Uh, third base. I'm going third base. Oh, okay. Third base. Got a cannon. Not the fastest base runner, but man, contact hitter. He's got a bat. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and last but not least for this week. <laughs> Decker Tovey. I mean, that's a fucking incredible name. That's an assassin. I mean, I, I'm going to say a skateboarder or an assassin. I'm going to say I, I could get behind the assassin thing, but this dude is from London for sure. Okay. For sure. For sure. This dude is a Peaky Blinder. Okay. 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 He's a, by peaky, order of the fucking peaky, peaky blinders. blinders. <laughs> All right. Got a, the older brother just drinking gin and just A lot of people confuse hammered. me with Thomas Shelby. Never. Very handsome. Uh, I mean, he's very strapping. He doesn't have a beard. No, without the beard. That's what I'm telling you. When I take the beard off, it's a whole different ball game. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Nah, no, nah, no, that's what I'm trying to nah, tell you. Nah, nah. When I take the beard off, I look like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I really do. I look like Gosling. Pile I, of dog shit. It's a... Uh, it's it's crazy to kind of see. I won't sign it, but nonetheless. So, uh, thank you to 
um, everyone who rocks with us and, and kind of, you know, supports what we do because this really is a family thing and, and, and it really is uh, dope to kind of grow and, and, and build this together. So uh, Buckets, give us a howl. Ow! Not bad, not bad, not baritone, but not bad. Um, so first and foremost, we got to talk about something that this is the biggest thing going on in my life right now. It, it, mine as well. Love is blind. Love is blind. All right, no, no. A reality television show. I think it's Netflix's first reality television show. They're fr- and that's where they got me. And and, and so here's the thing: their All first right. venture into the reality television game. Here's the thing: I can't stop watching it. Number one. Number two. Let me preface all of this by saying I'm not a reality TV watcher. Yeah, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch Love Island. I don't watch. Any of those kinds of things. Survivor, keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't watch any of it. I don't watch any of it. Is Survivor still a thing? No, but that's the first like reality television show kind of. The the, the reality television show that I, I mean, damn near all of us grew up on is Real World. I mean, that's like, that was, I probably watched, I don't know, six, five, six seasons of Real World. That's a show I never liked. When that would be on MTV, I'd be like, dude, what is this garbage? Oh, you had uh, CJ, the guy from Okay, so CJ is my favorite guy. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, dude? No, no, but but I didn't actually watch him in Real World. You watched him on the battles. I watched him on like the gauntlet shows. The gauntlets, and those were cool too. Because they just kept on bringing him back. I never tuned in like religiously, but those were shows that I watched, but basically I'm not a reality TV show watcher and I'm definitely not a reality dating TV show watcher. Uh, okay. I'm going to say with the exception of, I think it was called rock of love. It was Brett Michaels, the the rock and roll guy. Yeah. He had a show on VH1. I mean, but, but, but we're talking about a decade ago. I'm just saying that that was like, you're giving us your dating, uh, watching history my resume if okay. you will oh your resume yeah i'm qualified that's all i'm trying to say is i'm qualified all right all right um but i don't watch the bachelor or love island so i don't know how qualified i am in the current times a brief stint on tinder and, and that's it for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but buckets tinder stint was short-lived three weeks yeah <laughs> three weeks. wasn't bad three weeks so was, i had a good run <laughs> <laughs> and but i mean you had a terrible <laughs> not very good it, it, it's um it's hard out there Needless to say, um, you and I don't have a ton of, uh, our resumes are short when it comes to this kind of thing. Yes. And I, I think because it's on Netflix, by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I don't know if I'm recommending you watch it or don't watch it, but I'm telling you about it. And I'm telling you fast forward 15 minutes. It might be longer than that. Fast forward 15 minutes. If not, just wait longer. There you go. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Well played. So here's the thing. I'll I'll give a little spiel, and then you give a little spiel. Okay. Number one, I saw it on Netflix, um, and I was like, wow, it's on Netflix. I liked the idea that the whole season was laid out already. No, no, the whole season is not laid out. That's the thing. I thought that it was. Oh, okay, yeah. And No, but I think that it is, and just not the finale. But I think everything else was laid out. No, I think it's one episode per week. We were just late to the party? Yeah, I think we're late to the party. Okay. Um, I think, I think, I think. In any event, the finale, I'm all ready for it. When's the finale? The finale is this Thursday. Oh, wow. Two days. Okay. So I got to catch up because I'm not. You got to catch up. I'm all caught up. I'm ready to go. 
How many he, episodes? Here is, don't even know. Haven't even just been going right to the next. Okay. You know, truly that, you know that countdown, five, four, three, yeah. two, one, we're right back in it. Yeah. You, you get a, a, you take a deep breath and boom, you're back in the mix. Boom. Boom. And so here's the premise. There are a certain amount of men and a certain amount of women. They are in a facility of some sort. Uh, the men living and staying with each other the women living and staying with each other. And then you are able to uh, go on dates, but basically you're in a pod and you can't see the other person. Yeah. So you're not living in the pod. It's just a, it's just a visit, um, visit to the pod and you get to talk and get to know someone without, you know, I mean, it's the whole premise, right? Is love blind? That's the question. Yeah. So you, you talk know, to them. How shallow are we? You know, the material world that we live in, you yeah. know, material girl and a material world if if you're not brad pitt can you still win over the beauty queen do you stand a chance exactly you know and if from you're just your hot kid right from the hot and it, and if you're not beyonce can you still win over uh captain america yeah. i don't know uh brad pitt yeah and uh so a few things without super spoiling anything all right within three days there's a marriage proposal. Okay, so I'm going to spoil some things. A tearful... No, I don't want to use any names. I don't want to spoil too much. Oh, man. I got a lot of stuff to talk about that I feel like is not going to be relevant at all without spoiling. But okay. Here's 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 one thing. I'll reconsider my, my proposals. It's... They are... There are tears flowing. There are very emotional proposals after three days. I, you I know, call bullshit. I call bullshit a little bit. Um... The the proposer, the three-day proposer, he seems like a very sensitive man. And I respect it. No, no, I, I, it's fake. I'm I, a sensitive man. That I guy's don't, a, I don't know if you can fake those tears. That man. guy's a dork. I don't, that guy, I don't, I'm not buying it. So basically, he, here's my issues with the show. I mean, other than it being like wildly cringy for most of the time. But basic it's like a train wreck you can't look away from. But basically, they don't give us enough like kind of um they don't give us enough of a rundown like I, what happens to all the other people why do they only focus on like say there's 20 guys and 20 girls yeah there's only you only like are even aware of like seven of them why and then it goes sometimes into the house and there's this guy named rory okay i'm even that, that's not gonna ruin right, rory's anything. out of the bag yeah, yeah but rory's he, a plant yeah He's, Rory's an FBI agent. Yeah, he's just giving everyone advice on like love. Like, dude, who the fuck are you? We never see Rory in a pod. Like, you're, where are you not in a pod, dude? This is what we see Rory doing. Well, Excellent. you know, when you wake up in the morning, what? And you open your eyes. All right, okay, you still got, you know, all right, you got pink eye. It's a little, it's crusted shut. Yeah. Okay. You and I just dodged pink eye. Yeah. Buckets and I just uh, evaded a very serious pink eye case. Yeah. In New Jersey, but we'll, we'll talk about that similar later. to the coronavirus. That's very similar. How I felt. And and we we dodged it successfully. Yeah. But before you open your eyes, is she the first thing that you think about? If she is, you got to propose. Yeah. So he's the guidance counselor yeah. is what I call him. Yeah. That, that guy, he's, he's a real asshole. He, I, he, he's giving bad advice. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say he's a real asshole. He looks like a, an evil villain. Uh, yeah. He looks like he could play the Green Goblin. Okay. He, oh, for sure. But he's got, he's got Willem Dafoe vibes. But without he, any of the charm. But I don't understand why they don't focus on 15 people. Like, at least give us some sort of a rundown. Then 
five or six people propose and say yes, and then they do a reveal. Yeah, and, and then you and, see the people. And it, it's this is a very it's like I mean it's nerve wracking, and see, this is high anxiety. So for me, let me just tell you, okay. First of all, I got Rory. Get him out of here. He's no, like no. he's like breathe in the good, exhale the bad. He's the yeah. guidance counselor. Yeah, okay, he, we need so, him to be. So there. we got him. Uh, it's so obviously staged, in my opinion, and I only know I that it's staged. No, no, I know that because of some of the shots that they're getting. Like I know, like where they have cameras, but, but, I can but, just but you have to clarify that. Then, sure, some of the the visuals are staged, and when they're shooting, you know, their B roll, and when they're shooting their their scenes, that that's just TV. But I don't think it's staged in that. Like, oh no, I think that the people are like there now. Now, now a lot of them are there, you know, for fame, quote unquote, clout chasing. Yeah, clout. <laughs> hey, I mean, clout chasing. I mean, I mean, listen, you go on a reality TV show. I, I mean. There's got to be a level of clout chasing there. Would Drake say this is not? Otherwise, you can do not, it on Tinder. This is fame, not clout. I don't even know what that's about. I mean, Drake doesn't know what it's about because Drake doesn't go on TV shows like this. Yeah. You know, but um, it's like, for example, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. How many of those people even end up dating for more than a month or so? I don't know because I don't watch them. But but basically, I think it's very, I, their their success rate is not high. You'd imagine so. The million the, uh, the millionaire matchmaker, she has a 100% closing rate. Although when, I, although when I watch that show, I feel like none of them get uh, into an actual relationship. So I feel like she's manipulated the numbers a little bit. I, Just I, my own personal thoughts. For sure, for sure. Um, so where was I? You threw me off here. So- after they propose and say yes, they get the reveal. The next day, they come through. There's a hallway, double doors, guy on one end, girl on the other end. Boom. Dramatic music. The silhouettes illuminate through the door. The doors open. They see each other. They run into each other's arms or walk or whatever. There's all manner of greetings there. All, all different I've greetings. Seen it all. There was a headbutt on a kiss that was kind of awkward. Yeah. Um, it happens. Then they got like a little honeymoon action where they got to go stay in like a little cabana you know for a week or so and you know so that's where i am do the whole honeymoon thing and then after that they go to like some luxury apartment building in atlanta georgia and like live together quote unquote they meet families they talk about finances they're starting to get more into the real thing and now is the marriage time yeah and you know, it, it's the shit's going to hit the fan okay. because I saw in, in the preview, I saw brides running away. I saw all kinds of shit. Yeah. In the words of two bears from the show cops, all kinds of shit. Yeah. One of the, got to be the best cops, uh, arrest Yes. Ever. 100%. Two bears. Two bears. If you know, I don't actually, cause I've tried to YouTube it and I can't find it on YouTube. I Y K Y K. Yes. If you know, you know. Yeah. So, okay, so what I'm going to say is I'm not to where you are, but the whole premise, like you got to propose and then you like agree to marry the person, right? But then in in that case, like in the case of this show, you're actually just agreeing to date that person because then you actually like do like the dating stuff where you're hanging out, you're going to dinner, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're talking a little more. Everyone's talking about the emotional connection so strong. Can the physical connection be as strong, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So to me, it's it, no, love is not blind. Number one. Number two, 
the show. Here's my favorite part of the show. Okay. And I'm going to spoil it because it happens in the first 30 seconds. Sure. Of episode one. Hey, sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Ray Donovan. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, Nick Lachey comes out of Nick Lachey, ex of Jessica Simpson. Yeah. And now married to what was he was he in in sync no no he was in 98 degrees ah, like a shit. very much smaller nowhere shit. near as popular boy band but he comes out and he goes obviously i'm nick lachey like dude if i saw nick lachey walking down the street i wouldn't know who the fuck he was oh, i'd recognize him 100 no you wouldn't how the hell would you know you don't I, even know what I, band he's in I, I would recognize him no i think he was on a jessica simpson reality tv show that i may have tuned into once or twice oh, okay so there you go okay so Turns truth out I have told, an extensive history. Yeah, truth be told, you're all about the- I'm a reality TV show watcher. Yeah. I, I think- And love reality TV show. It's a specific genre. I need to start watching The Bachelor because Love is Blind has me hooked and it sucks. It stinks. It's such a train wreck, but I love it. I so, love it with all my heart. In my opinion, it's very low budge. And also there's a, there's a certain shot that they get of everybody where they're like out of focus and then they walk up like in focus and it's it's i hate it i hate the shot it, it, it's just from a just from a filmmaker standpoint just cinematically speaking it, it, it's low budget it's very low level buckets is not a fan i, I mean i watch it though i'm a fan enough to watch it. i don't i don't want to talk about it anymore right now because i want to talk a lot more about it after the finale okay and i got some things to talk about i'll tell you my favorites you know the people that i hate because there's definitely some mostly i hate oh, jessica <laughs> um it's uh, uh born it <laughs> uh it's jessica is a piece of work and she she gave her dog wine mid-conversation she just leans down and lets her dog slurp out of her wine glass okay and just I, goes back. I, I haven't seen that part you're yeah. spoiling it. It, it it's not i'm not a dog i'm a dog person and let me just tell you that's not acceptable yeah. on many different levels yeah. but we're not going to unpack that right now so um okay, love, is blind love is on blind. netflix uh unpaid promo for the show there you go thank us later um something that i saw that was really really cool uh is and i don't know if you saw this but i'm gonna play it right now and then you let me know okay you let me know if hopefully there's not an ad on this and yes there is an ad of course an ad that we're gonna mute okay okay so here we go here we go finish the lyrics tell me something girl are you happy in this modern world or do you need more wow. oh the random girl in the in the the, the, the random lady in the subway so correct wow you're really good keep going i'm the deep end watches out staged fake fake news staged She's a professional singer. In, incredible. Okay, so that that lady is a professional singer. Okay, and that's that's stage. It's fake. It's false. How do you know it's so? Buckets thinks everything is staged. I, I'm a huge. Let me tell you this. I'm How do you know it's staged? You think that like the the one person or the twenty people that they got. Could be. No, no way. Bullshit. How do you know? I'm just saying that the odds are not in their favor. May the odds forever be in your favor. Those odds are not in her favor. I don't or know. Or this guy's favor. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need I'm going to say not staged. Nah, staged. Absolutely incredible. No, and, I mean, great voice. Here's what I want to say. So, as you know, this is my song. 
This is actually my song. This is my song. No, you can't sing that. I you kidding no, me? No, no, I'm not saying that I'm the singer of that. I listened to that before you did. No. I absolutely did, and I literally was like, wow, uh, Bradley Cooper has a song with Lady Gaga. And you were like, huh? This, this is my song that I sing. Okay, that's fine. And I listened I've to it I've never first. met my equal who could sing it with me. Wow, okay. Until now. So this woman. What about Gaga and, and, and B Coop? Not good enough. Wow, okay. No, I'm better than both. Okay. I'm better than both. False, erroneous, and, preposterous. And l- let me rephrase that. I'm not better than Gaga. I'm better than Cooper. No way. And she's better than Gaga. <laughs> wow. So maybe a sequel, <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a remix. Maybe a remix is coming soon. You blasphemy Gaga in front of me. And, and, I take you down. And you say staged, mm-hmm. but who knows? Maybe I'm going to be walking in a subway in New York City and someone's going to put the, the, the microphone in my face. And trust me, when that happens, you're ready. I will be ready. You're born for that moment. I, I'm waiting for that moment. Okay. I, I'm ready. I'm very, very ready. Here's a question I have. Okay. Sure. So I just want to say that I'm a proponent and a huge believer that most things on the internet are you're staged. Hater. You're a hater. No, no. I just think it's staged. I think it's bullshit. I call bullshit. Like, you know, you see like text messages exchanged and all these things that go viral. It's all bullshit. Some of it's bullshit. No question. A, a, a huge portion of it. I'll never forget. Is that, do you have a point here or are you just saying staged again? I'm just saying staged again. But what I was going to say is humans of New York, the Instagram account. Okay. I want to know like, what's like, no one knows what that guy looks like. So that guy just like, he's just chilling at Central Park and he's like, ah, that guy looks kind of interesting. I'll take a picture of him. Yeah. Then he goes over and he's like, hey, can I take a picture of you? Yeah. How many people have been like, nah, I'm good. And then they miss out on being a humans of New York and I'm just sure saying plenty. some wildly divine and insightful things. I'm sure, I'm sure many, I'm, I'm sure that more people turn them down than probably accept. Okay. And I also don't follow the account enough and I don't have any of the books or anything like that. Some people, uh, may have seen him. Maybe his picture is out there at this point. No, I don't think his picture is out there. And by that, I mean, maybe if you Google it, he would show up, but I've never, I like on his page, like, and I don't follow his page. So wait, what, what, what point are you making here? I'm just saying that that's kind of an interesting thing. Because that's not staged. But Buck, Buck he's is just going around. He's saying, hey, can I take a picture of you? He had a really good one on this guy named Buddy Love or something. Like the, a week ago. It was like 10 pictures. Oh, I don't even watch him anymore. Oh, I, I don't oh, even. Re- oh, no. It's a guy who basically like escaped prison in like Virginia, like moved to New York, like started a whole nother life. And then they got him when he was like 80 years old. Oh, I love it. Living your best life. Yeah. So I'm going to say that the singer is not staged. And something else, uh, speaking of singers, that is staged is justin bieber yummy yummy okay don't like it you know what i'm on wax saying that i hated the song okay first time because that was the single that he released and you know i'm a believer yeah and so i'm also a believer and and i heard that and i was like this stinks yeah it's not good and now i know all the choreo to it okay I, i mean it's incredible you know now i gotta hear it okay i mean just listen to this Inject it into your veins. I know you don't want to. Yummy, yummy. That yummy, yum. That yummy, yum, though. That yummy, yummy. Yummy twice. Not yummy, yum. You got to listen to what he's saying. You got to inject it into your veins. The the pronunciation and the enunciation. I mean, this is just. Stallion. I like the, they're they're in like the a, word. They're, they're in like a dining hall. They're dancing on the tables. The music video sucks. 
No, it's incredible choreography. No. So I'm going to go on wax now and say, hey, I like the song. So you're going to recant. I'm recanting, I'm redacting, and I'm reissuing. Yes. We call it an edit. We call those the three R's. Okay. And and now it's a done deal. Okay. Uh, Something else I want to talk about, because I just, as you know, before this podcast, I went and got a haircut, Mm -hmm. the the Baba Shop. Yeah. And a very interesting thing happened, okay? Um, A guy walks in, he's probably 57. Okay. All right, he walks in. Paint the visual. He's got on a pair of uh, navy slacks, a white button-up business shirt, and a green tie. He walk. He's got on tan shoes. Okay, wow, looks pretty good so far. He walks in like a damn cowboy, Clint Eastwood. Okay, like he just came through the saloon doors. Okay, all right, he. He's kind of bow-legged, like a cowboy. Yeah. All right. From riding the horse. True religion jeans. Okay. He 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 walks in, doesn't say anything to anyone. It's the barbershop is about to close. So it's just me, my barber. Shouts to Billy Work. Um B Work. The other barber. Another guy I went to high school with. The other the name dropper, although I guess I'm guilty of it now too. The other barber, Reed, who is uh another red bearded brethren okay a ginger he's down so you got two gingers he's a ginger i'm not a ginger okay and he walks in doesn't he walks in he glances at the refrigerator that has waters and beers and yoohoos and he kind of nods his head like i'm coming back for you he then walks he gets down to the red bearded barber and looks at him like fuck you looking at boy okay wow aggressive Then then walks into the bathroom he takes a shit. <laughs> wow. keep, keep in mind, no words have been exchanged. He walks out of the bathroom four minutes later. Oh, quick uh, shit. I was a quick hitter. See, that could have been a piss. No, it wasn't. A, it, it, we verified that it was a poop. <laughs> so, okay. And, and, and no, four minutes can't be a piss. No, you can't. You could be washing your hands, nah. fixing your sh- shit nah. up. Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. No. Nah. So he comes out. He then walks again the length of the barbershop. And uh, takes a water out of the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, wow. Still no words exchanged. Hey, is anyone saying, hey, uh, what are you doing, guy? My barber then, okay. Uh, and who the proprietor. Is the proprietor of the establishment. <laughs> yeah. Works Elite Barbershop, Largo, Florida. Yeah. He says, uh, hey, can I uh, help you? I'm, you? You got an appointment? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, yep. <laughs> As he cracks his water bottle open. Uh, and so... Uh, Billy's talking to him. The barber's talking to him and kind of trying to make sense of it. He's like, yep, I called yesterday and made an appointment, but they're closed yesterday. So bullshit. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's strike one. <laughs> strike, well, one. Strike, strike one is in fact the shit. What, what, <laughs> the shooting in the toilet. If you have that's a bi- strike one, two, and three. Let me tell you a story. If there's a business with only one toilet and you go in there and take a shit inside toilet, it's a small bathroom. It's close quarters. It's a yeah. small barbershop. So it was definitely disrespectful. So um, I'm going to show you. Um, I want you to watch this. Oh, because we got the security cam footage. So here it is. It's it's playing now. So here it is. Okay, I'm watching you, it. You, you watch this. Okay, here you are. So you see me in the chair. Is he coming through the door? Yeah. All right, look at him glance back at that refrigerator. He's going to glance back at that refrigerator. (laughs) I'm coming back for you, okay? 
Okay, he's he's in the refrigerator. Oh, so he's coming out already? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 so I, I showed you the back end yeah, of yeah. it. I, I showed you the back end. Yeah, yeah, that was he, him coming out of the shitter <laughs> and going and get, getting a... Uh, guy had the... Uh, we like to call here's that... Here's him coming in. We call that the ball... What do you call that? You call that the Love Island on the back you call of that, his head. You call that the sunroof. <laughs> so here he is coming in. Okay, hang on. I'm watching. You let me know when he enters. Okay, he's entered. All right. Watch out. Doesn't say a word to he anyone. He is bow-legged also. He, he comes in. Swanging. Okay, look. Looks at the refrigerator. <laughs> yep. Coming but back for you. Back now look at him. Look at the next barber. Fuck you looking at. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the security footage that my barber was kind enough to send over. Um, and so let me just fast okay, so forward he, now. He calls in yesterday. So uh, basically what we find out through some investigatory questioning. Yeah. Is that he called the barber shop in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> and made an appointment for today at 5 p.m. with a guy named Nate. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. there's, there's no Nate at this barbershop. The barbershops are not the same. Not sure how he ended up on a Raleigh phone line. Yeah. Uh, Different area code. I mean, that's like, a, you have to like do some, you have, like you have to fuck up pretty hard to do that on accident. He was doing a lot of name dropping. He said, yeah, um, um, his name is, uh, I don't want to drop his full governmental. Give him his first name. Uh, what was his his uh was his name Walter? His I'm name was he... Richard. Okay. Why it was suspicious is because while he was in the shitter, okay, yeah, while he was in the bathroom, uh, one of the barbers was telling a story about a guy named Richard. Oh, okay. So he was trying to do a Kaiser Sose. Exactly. So he pulled the usual suspects and yeah. was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with Richard. Yeah, verbal. So when they verbal asked kids. Him, so when they asked him what his name was, he says Richard. Yeah, Kobayashi. Okay. A, a quick little side color as you like to refer to it. Yeah. I'm watching ESPN in the barber chair and how the Richard story began was I saw something flash on the bottom of the screen. Uh, some ad, I'm not sure what sport he plays. I could probably Google him right now. Okay. But his name was Dick Pound. <laughs> Dickie Pound. That was I, his name. I, I want to say that we've talked about Dickie Pound before. I, I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'm Googling yeah. him right now and I'm, I'm, I'm a little fearful for what may <laughs> pop up here. So here we no, go. You gotta Richard Pound, not Dickie Pound. Dickie so Pound is a, is, a, is a... IOC member Dick Pound says Tokyo Olympic organizers have until late May to see if the virus is under control. If not, you're probably looking at a cancellation. All right, so Dick Pound is an IOC member. I don't know what that means. But I, he's a scientist. Okay. He's a science major. I want to say that we've talked about the name Dick Pound before. Not that I recall, but nonetheless, that's a, that's a risky Google search, though. So it's very risky. It's so, so I, I applaud your bravery. It, it worked out fine. Yeah, uh, because there is actually someone with that name who's in the news right now. Because, like I said, I, I saw it on ESPN. It was okay. they were talking about the Olympics. So you, so, so you, that led to you, LOL at Dick Pound. That and and then the barber is saying. You know, at that point, you probably got to just say your name is Richard. You don't you don't shorten it to Dick. No, no. See, in my opinion, you got to go. You got to go full. And and that's what that's what we were saying. Yeah. You got to go Dick Pound. In that situation, you do. All right. And so then this guy comes out and says that his name is, is, Dick Pound. is Richard. OK. Yeah. <laughs> so. OK. So that's a little suspicious. It's, it's, it was definitely suspicious. Um, and how did he call the number in, in Raleigh? He ends up. We don't know. We really don't know. He had a green tie on, a bright green tie. He ends up bow-legged, uh, swanging out of there. But he, but but he got you guys for a water and a, and shit. a shit. Yeah, 
a and water a and a shit and a toilet usage. Okay, a water and a shit. He walks out. Even more suspicious is a couple doors down, and by that I mean across the street, kind of, is a dry cleaner. He walks in. He gets his dry cleaning. Goes back to his car. So what? wow. So what I say? I say the guy was picking up his dry cleaning and had to take a poop. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, a barbershop? They'll have a bathroom. Yeah, he goes they, in, plays it very nonchalant. Saw, saw the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, Thank you for the water on the way out. That's a couple low blows there. It it, it definitely, definitely is. And uh, <laughs> actually, Billy said barber is uh, texting me as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, uh, yeah, we won't divulge the, the text messages. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say too that, vulgar. Yeah, I'm going to say vulgar for the airwaves. That's quite a thing. And see, here's the thing that I want to know, right? Because <laughs> old uh, alias Richard here, I don't really know what that guy looks like. So I might run into him tomorrow and I, I might look him square in the eyes and don't know who he is. You don't know that he just did a drive-by shitting. Yeah. Because that's what it is. And it got me thinking about barber shop etiquette. But we got We're gonna come back to it. We're gonna circle back. You can't shit in the barber shop. Shitting in the barber shop is a definite no no. Number one. All right. Yeah. Unless you're going to like supercuts, and then uh, and then I just gotta say, what are you doing? Bombs away. Yeah. Bombardiers. <laughs> Upper deck them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um. And so that's number one. Another number two is number and, two. And number I know twos. a lot of people. I know a lot of people are are not going to agree with this. Okay. So number two is no number twos. Number one is, hang on, is it don't bring your girlfriend to the barbershop? Correct. Yeah, correct. I don't like it. Don't bring your girlfriend to the barbershop, yeah, don't do man. It. It, 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 it's, a bunch of, it's a bunch of heathens in there. Yeah. It's a bunch of scoundrels. They're talking about all, not all manner stuff. of things. It, you know, you got to keep your girlfriend out it's of there. It's not classy. It's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of werewolves in there, yeah. all right? Just keep your girlfriend. Hey, I'm, I'm very proud that I guessed that, bam, and that I agree with you because that's the number one no-no of a barbershop. Agreed. Don't bring your girlfriend. So those don't are bring two, your significant other, can't wife, do it, etc. Don't do it. None of them. Don't do it. Um, barbershop etiquette. Oh man, we're already we're already closing in on forty minutes. Yeah, this is unbelievable. We talked for Love Is Blind for too long, but no, no, I think it was worth it. I think it had to be it's done. Captivating. Yeah, it's intriguing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's provocative. It's very provocative. It gets the people going. It gets people going. It got for me sure. going. Yeah. I want to talk about something else that was a little provocative in a different way, and that is a little boxing. Fury versus Wilder. Yeah. Fury v. Wilder. Uh, the first fight was a draw. Uh, Fury outboxed him, but Wilder put him down violently in the last round with like 30 seconds left. Well, didn't he knock him down twice or no? I think once, but maybe it was twice. But I, I think maybe, I, maybe he knocked him down once early. I can't no, remember. I think. Oh, oh no, no. He as he knocked him down, he punched him in the head as he was falling down. So he hit him twice on the one knockdown. Okay, I and very violent. But but Fury got up. He weathered the storm there. That, that was like it was the end of the fight. No, no, sure. for sure though. That was looking like holy shit. That's a knockout. And then and he just did. and also just the way that Wilder fights. Like he just knocks. I mean, I mean he's fucking such, heads he's off. Got to be one of the hardest punching heavyweights of all time. Yeah, I would not want to get punched by him. Never. That is for. Sure. Yeah. So uh, that fight ended up being a draw. This fight the was rematch. just an absolute ass beating. Yeah. I mean, Fury dominated them pretty much start to finish. Um, crazy, crazy fight. And it's crazy because if you look at him, Wilder looks like the most elite athlete 
you know, you could ever think he looks like a creative player. He looks yeah. like a creative fighter. The dude is 6'6", 230 pounds, cut up like a bag of dope. Yeah. I mean, muscles and, everywhere. Yeah. And Fury, although it must be said that he's gotten in tremendous shape compared to where he was a couple years ago. I mean, he was so out of shape. I saw a side-by-side 2017 and 2020, just ridiculous. Well, I mean, he, he almost he, is unrecognizable. He gained, like, I think he was, like, almost 400 pounds. It was it was insane. So he's gotten in a lot better shape, but still, he has nowhere near the physique that Wilder has. No, he's, he's got what they call a dad bod. He's, def- bad, he's, he's got a bad dad bod. He's dad bod and hard. Yeah. All right? He, there's definitely some jiggle in there. Yeah. All right? But he dominated them start to finish. So... There is going to be a rematch. It's official. Wilder, Fury. Well, it was in their contracts, right? So if the Wilder, I guess, could pick if they wanted to do a rematch. Okay. I don't know if Fury could too, but but yes, there's going to be a rematch. And it's it, it's as excited as I've, because both of them are kind of charismatic guys. It's as exciting about boxing as I've been in quite some time because the UFC dominates yeah i mean they've kind of killed the sport of boxing in my opinion they knocked out boxing if you will there you go um the yeah i guess that's a pretty good little rivalry fury wilder yeah and i think that uh triple g canelo is also a pretty good rivalry there's some good there, there's some good fighters in boxing right now um i guess i'm only mentioning the fury wilder thing to say that i'm i'm excited about the third one you think that the third one is going to be better than the second one? I don't think I don't think Fury's going to dominate him the way he dominated him in this. Yeah. No. I, I'll tell you what I don't like. The only thing I don't like about it is I thought that Wilder actually, although he got dominated, showed quite a bit of gameness. And Oh, yeah. I mean, the dude he, has crazy heart. The yeah. dude's a warrior. But don't say that your uniform, your was, uniform too heavy. was too heavy. He wore a Black Knight costume into the ring. That apparently was like 40 pounds, 45 pounds. But dude, like, and he he said that that kind of wore his legs down. I mean, even if there's some truth to it, don't say it. You just got to take that one on the chin and, and, and come back and fight the next time. So, um, it's, it's hard not to root for both guys because I, I like both of them. They're charismatic. The entire winning purse from fury which was like $9 million in his first fight, he donated to charity yeah, to like help homeless and families in need. And I mean, he, he's, he sang an entire song post-fight. And it was American Pie. It, drove, bye, uh, bye, Miss American Pie. I tried to pick up at a different point. Drove a Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. I, you know, good old boy singing whiskey. No, no, drinking. Dr- drinking. Drinking whiskey and rye. Singing, this'll be the day that I die. Baritone. Okay. It's baritone. I, I, think that that was baritone. I think that you're confusing things with baritone. That I, was baritone. No. No. Um, so, Wilder Fury, part thrice. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I'm ready for it. The trilogy. I'm ready for it. The trilogy's always exciting in a boxing thing. I mean, if they're good fights, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know? Let's shift over to the Patreon suggested topics here or we're just not going to have time uh and i don't want to shortchange it yeah i I don't want to shortchange it kid um but there are other things that we can circle back on okay um for the next pod okay let's dive in and see what we got see what we got podcast topics wow there's a lot of them 25 
Holy shit. The Cali Boricua, how was NYC? So we went to New York City recently. Uh, great trip. Home sweet home. Home sweet home. Nothing uh, like it. New York City is all, always home. Uh, we got some good bagels. We got some delicious pizza. We went to Joe's. We went to Scars. We went to one other place too, I thought. I went to Best Pizza. I linked with the homie McNarley. Shouts to him. Yeah. Gnarly McNarley. Um, another red bearded brethren. Yeah. Just saying we're out here. Yeah. Um, I want to say I got, I can't, I'm trying to remember, uh, best pizza, Joe scars, which scars we visit every time we're, we're, we're back in the city. We love scars. Scars is just, oh no, we went to Prince street as well. Oh, Prince street. Yeah. Prince street's really good too. get that square slice yeah. with the pepperoni. You got the, the, you got the oil sitting in the thing there. Jacuzzi an oil jacuzzi. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a beautiful th thing. That's my second favorite. Although it's a square slice. I'm not really like trying to compare the two. It, it, it's so hard because like best pizza is like more of like New York City traditional mixed with like Neapolitan. Yeah. You, you know, you got that like that Italian feel to yeah. it. So um, it, it's kind of tough to compare. That's another thing. And maybe it's like this with, with a lot of different foods that are specific to a certain city. But with New York City pizza, you really do have um, varieties, genres within the genre. Exactly. Yeah. The, you know, these little sub-genres of different stuff, you know, like Scars and um, Prince Street, very, very different. Yeah. You know, and, and also you can, you know, get a regular slice. You can get the square slice. For sure. You know, you can get, you I'm going to say one thing. Sure. When the... Wow, I'm trying to think. Sorry. All right. Y y when the moon here. hits her eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. It, it, and it is. Right. It definitely is from scars. So um, the New York City trip was awesome. The weather was beautiful. I got to break out my North Face Supreme jaunt. I mean, very, very. Uh, You're feeling good. I was feeling good. Very, very fun trip. Um, Jack, best celeb interaction you've had. Best celeb interaction. Steph Curry was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph Kevin was Gates. Kevin Gates was the best. Kevin Gates was dope. Kevin Gates was dope. Uh, man, you walked right by DJ Khaled. I was like, oh, it's DJ Khaled. You're like, huh? Didn't even notice him. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Um, not much of an interaction there. But, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not really like, uh, you know, a necessarily. I mean, because of, you know, what we do with YouTube and stuff like that, we've, you know, kind of had to interact with different celebrities. But, you know, it's not really my thing thing. Yeah, I, I I don't know. The, the, to 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 be completely honest, there's not a celebrity interaction that necessarily stands out as wow, that was so much better than this, or they were so much cooler than yeah, this. Yeah, generally or, pretty good. Yeah. Um I, I haven't really had a bad one, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Um Austin Cowden, best part of recent New York City trip. So people were tuned in. Yeah. They were tuned into that Instagram story. The best part was um the weather and just the, the energy. The friends. Yeah. The friends, you know. Okay, the, so I I went the, with two. I did two swings there. Friends. Strike, strike. Third, friends. I also say it, home run. Friends. There we go. Pizza. So, solo shot. I, the, the pizza. The pizza uh, was the best. No, no. The pizza. Solo <laughs> moon shot. Okay, here we go. Um, Rodrigo Sole. Who won All-Star Weekend in terms of sneaker releases? Virgil, Kanye, or Jerry Lorenzo? Um, I would say Vir Virgil. But, you know, so I would say that Kanye did just in the sense that he was driving tanks around Chicago and people were taking off their shoes 
and he was giving them shoes. I guess I agree. It was Kanye. I definitely think it was Kanye. But for me, the sneaker that I liked most oh, came from Virgil. Yeah, yeah, that's the, what I the, meant. The, the best sneaker. Now, though, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that colorway of the Jordan 5 off-white. I think the design is really I wore good. It for the entire New York City trip, by the way. Yeah. Did not take them off. Slept in them. It's true. Wow. Okay. Holy hell. Didn't sleep in them. But every other time I had them on. Yeah. So I I don't actually like that sneaker tremendously. How about the dude who walked by me and was like, them fives ain't never came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, bro. Get get your game up. Womp, womp, womp. Um, okay. okay. I say Virgil, but I think that like as far as like the rollout and the way in which they did it. Kanye. Kanye. I agree with that 100%. Um jack also oh, okay so he, the, jack also asked about the celeb interaction um applied to whatever sport you'd like would you rather own the record for most points scored in history or win the most championships most championships uh there it depends like I, no, no no ring no, me no no like i'm not trying to be gotta put a ring on it who's the one guy if you like it and you put a ring Robert on no, no, not Robert Ory, the one guy. Big uh, Shot Bob? No, not Big Shot Bob, dude. The guy from the Warriors, and he went to the Raptors and won. Um, Pat something? He's um, like a guy who never plays. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, UNLV. Uh, yeah, I can't think of his name, but oh, whatever. My point is that I got to be a contributor. Like right. So So the, the, there are stipulations there. Like if I'm just a straight I'm bench, taking the rings. If I'm straight most, bench. Most rings... In most championships ever, I'm taking it. No, I'm taking it. No, because if you got if you got like twelve, right, that would be the most ever. Bill Russell has eleven. Sure, whatever. So you got twelve. I mean, it doesn't even and, say what sport he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, whatever sport, basketball. That's the sport we play. I'm just saying that if you have twelve rings and you don't even get in the game, you're just going to be a laughing stock forever. Luck of the Irish. You're not going to be a laughing stock. You're going to be the luckiest dude ever. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Cowland Fleming. Starting five of dog breeds. Ooh, I like this one. Sorry for the weird sound effect there. Okay, yeah. we need a soundboard. Yeah, no, no, we don't need a soundboard. I but sounded like Shrek. Ooh, yeah. baritone. It's yeah. baritone. Okay, okay. Um, that's a little difficult. Number one is Pitbull. Number one is Pitbull. Number two, Yorkie. No, um, number two, not Yorkie. No, for I, love, you, I love me some Yorkies. I mean, you have um, a Yorkie and a uh, Chorky, but uh, number two is probably Boxer. No, no way. I got to think about this one. I got to think about this one because I'm such a... Do As you know, one of my AKAs is the Pitbull Whisperer. Yes, I am that's a, true. I am a dog man of dog men. I'm your favorite dog's favorite dog human. Okay, yes. Um, uh, and I want to address that properly. Starting five of dog breeds. We're going to put the Yorkie at the point guard spot. We're going to put the Pitbull at the three. Okay, a slasher. Very, very athletic, very versatile, very, just a specimen, a physical specimen. Bull Mastiff at the five or a Great Dane at the five? I think I'm going, I think oh, I'm, no, I'm going Irish Wolfhound, actually. See, we're not going, I change with, it. we're not going with our five favorites. We're going with a starting five. We have to keep in mind, these are playing basketball. Okay. These are basketball hounds. Okay. Um. So, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it right now. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Okay. Play it, play, cut, play, play us out. What does that even, what is it? Fuck it. We'll do it live. So I'm actually going to go. I'm actually going to go with. Uh, what, what do you call a Spud McKenzie dog? A bull terrier. Bull terrier. Bull terrier is my PG. That's a bad move. They're nowhere near as athletic as a Yorkie. You and I have to agree on this. So I'm going to say no. Okay. We're two, going Yorkie. So two, two's got to be the, the bull terrier. They're not, they're not athletic. No, they're pretty athletic. 
I don't know. No, like they're like they got the long snout. I don't no. think they can. No, no, no. That's I like, love bull terriers. No, that's the most bruiserish of the lap dog. No, it's not a lap dog. Yeah, a bull terrier is not that, a lap that's dog. That's a bruiser of a lap dog. I mean, that's that's not a lap dog. Wait, listen, I mean, how much do they weigh? We got to go Yorkie at the one. Okay, we'll go Yorkie at the one. Pitbull at the three. Okay, what's the two? What are we going? Hmm. I'm going. I'm going big front court. I'm going Great Dane. At the four, and I'm going Irish Wolfhound at the five. Mm. All right, so you're going big. Yeah, I'm big, you're going big, big, big front court. So I got to get size in there. So, I mean, ideally, I mean, you would think a golden retriever would be pretty good at retrieving the basketball. I'm going air butt it too. That's what I'm doing. I, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to like spoon feed it to you, yeah. but I mean. I mean, I thought you were picking some too here. I, I mean, I am, but I mean, you're just, uh, you know, you're just throwing in just big dogs just to, just to say, listen. No, no, but the golden retriever is, is going to be a big two. He's going to be a bully guard. We're, we're going, uh, I just banged into the microphone, by the way. Hopefully it doesn't come up on the audio. It but might. It's okay. Yorkshire Terrier at the one. Golden Retriever at the two. Pitbull at the three. Um, I, I, I guess I want to go Boxer at the four. Ah. They're lanky and they're athletic, man. They're lanky and they're athletic. Not quite as stout and explosive and muscular and as a Pitbull, but still very strong, very athletic. They can run. I'm going. Um, and then... For the five, I think we got to pick. It's got to be an Irish Wolfhound. You're really going heavy on the Irish Wolfhound. I don't know that they're quick enough. Basketball is a quick man's game. No, no, no. They're bullies down so, there. So no Rottweiler. No Rottweiler. Too, too prone to obesity. No Great Dane. No. Okay. All right. The boxer takes the Great Dane spot. All right. Okay. So we're going Irish Wolfhound. Let me just Google one of these things. So I can see who I'm putting on my team. It's what our see aunt who has. I'm giving a contract. Our aunt, our aunt has several of them. Um, our aunt, it's true. She does. Aunt? Aunt. Aunt, aunt. Our aunt has, um, a, oh, oh, that's what those are? Yeah. Oh, those fucking things are but, huge. But, but not the Newfoundlands. Holy shit. These things are huge. Yeah. Life expectancy, six to 10 years. Damn. That's a quick life. Yeah. That is a quick life. Look at this picture. This is a picture of an Irish wolfhound giving a grown man a hug, and he is dwarfing said man. Yeah, that's incredible. So you're right. He's he's got to be the five. All right. So we're look we're looking at our team there. There is our dog breed starting five. Yeah. Catch us at your local YMCA and run up, get done up. Yeah. Because noon ball. Let's we get it will on. Fuck you up, buddy. Yo, catch us at your local LA Fitness. And and we're ready. Yeah, I, I, I you know, hey, let let's assemble them and 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 get them ready to go. Uh, Crucify most anticipated pickup for March. Man, there's so many releases. It's hard to even look ahead to anything. March. Um, I'll uh, tell you what. It what's came coming out, out in March? It came I mean, out in February, but I want to get it in March. in March. Is my own pair of the. Joe Fresh Goods, New Balances. Yeah, I love those, but but you're not answering the question. But I agree, that's what I'm after too. And we're probably not going to get two pairs, so it means you're shit out of luck because I'm the New Balance guy around here. So nice try. Okay, wow, close, no cigar. Um, I don't know. Are the white off fives? Uh, off fives. Hmm, interesting. Are the white off white fives coming out in March? No, I think probably it'll be a, a little, little later. A little later. I don't know. I got I, I got to look at some some March releases. Um, I'm drawing blanks right now. Yeah, but. 
The Travis Scott dunks come out on the 28th, so it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't count. I thought of those, too. Hmm. Ah, Creasify. Sorry, we suck. We, we've let you down. Aaron White, think of your three favorite foods. Okay. Okay. I don't, it, this is always hard for me. No, but, it doesn't, but okay. it doesn't really matter. Just okay, my favorite foods. Okay. Uh, okay, they got that one, got that one, got that one. Okay. Uh, got it? Good. These three foods now have disappeared from the face of the earth. Wow, you bastard. Okay. The only way to retrieve them ever again is by both of you watching the top five scary movies of all time. Foamy, you have to cut off your beard. Holy shit, man. Mm. And Buckets, you have to cut off your mullet. Both of you can never grow out said hair again once cut. Would you do it? 100%. All right, the scary movies, I don't give a shit about. Oh, I'd watch those with ease. Um, uh, some of them were pretty scary. I still don't give a shit. I mean, I, I don't care. For New York City pizza? I don't give a shit. Yeah. Cut off the beard never oh, I'd to- cut the mullet off in a segundo. Yeah, that's not really a fair thing, because my beard, um, man, I guess, I guess I'm chopping the beard, man. I mean, you got to. If I you can't don't chop go without the beard, pizza. you're a- I can't go without pizza. I'm chopping the beard. Tough answer, but an easy answer. Stone Cold Steve Austin, I need the detailed review slash analysis of your Ichiran ramen experience, please. Much love. Um, Fucking delicious. Great experience. In the words of Action Bronson, fuck, that's delicious. It It was incredible. The broth, the attention to detail in that broth is enough to bring a grown man to his knees it was incredible it was mutabella it was very good i actually but then you know at that place you can eat in a little booth and they have like little instructions around the booth and i did not eat the ramen correctly like because i immediately got it and mixed it up and their instructions are to immediately just eat a couple bites of broth. What does this mean? We have to go back and try it again. Yeah, so I didn't do it the right way, but the broth was so good. Scale of one to 10, what do you give the entire ramen bowl? 10. Ah. Nine, I mean, nine and a half. I, do I guess like, I do too. I, nine I, and a half. I like Ipudo more, personally. I guess I agree. They're, they're different, but very different. The broth was probably better though. The broth was better. I yeah. agree. Overall, though, it was much more of a simple bowl, though. I might have enjoyed it more. I don't know, man. I'm, it, it, it was Austin. It was incredible. Yeah. It was delicious. Absolutely de- delicious. If you're in New York City, if you're in the Brooklyn area. Um, they got a couple different locations now. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay, well, boom. Then if you're in New York City, uh, hit it up. Um, Michael Stewart, 22420. Where are you slash we in the grieving process, Mamba Forever? Um, I think Michael Jordan, I didn't even watch the whole memorial thing because um, it, it, it's, it, it breaks my heart. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was I'm too not, emotional for me. Not, not, not ready to watch all that right now, but I did see some clips from his, his wife, Vanessa, uh, Michael Jordan. I mean, if you bring Michael Jordan to tears like that, you were a hell of a guy. Yeah. Uh, Shaq told a funny story. I saw the clip, you know, where... Teammates were saying, "Yo, Shaq, Kobe's not passing us the ball." And Shaq's like, "I'm a, uh, you know, I'll uh, talk to him." Yeah, baritone. Yeah. Also, and um, he goes to Kobe and he's like, "Hey, uh, to, uh, Kobe, there's a, uh, you know, uh, I think my Shaq impression kind of sucks, but it's, not, it's nonetheless, absolutely terrible." Uh, Kobe, um, uh, there's no I in team, and Kobe, I can do Ving Rhames, but I can't do Shaq. Yeah, both deep voices. Hmm. I got to practice that one, but. Uh, he says, uh, Kobe, there's no I in team. And Kobe says, nope, but there's an M.E. in that motherfucker. Yeah, which is so, true. And it's very true and very observant of uh, Kobe. Yeah. Um, 
I think Jordan summed it up best. And he said, when Kobe died, a piece of him died. And I think a piece of, of, of everyone died. Collectively, yeah. Collectively. And, and, and that's where I'm at in the grie- grieving process. It, it's, it's, uh, it's rough. Yeah. In Zane, the homie, the longtime homie. First and foremost, hope the two of you are feeling good and back to 100%. Yes, we are. I'm we are. Fantastic. It's funny how a New York City trip and a good slice of pizza can do that for you. Um, how has the New York trip been for you guys? Oh, wow. So a lot of people are interested in New York City. Okay. So maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll dive into some New York City specific topics on our next episode where we do like maybe like a top five pizza places, a top five playground parks, um, top five things to see, shit like that. Yeah, we got an episode coming this weekend. So so a Patreon exclusive. So yeah. maybe we'll do that one. Um, but the New York trip to answer your question, uh, incredible phenomenal loved it you majestic know, it, it's always home i, I want to get a place there still um you know when buckets and i moved down here to florida uh well we've moved back and forth a couple times now but back when we moved back here um in like 2015 no 2016 2016 2016 um you know one of the main reasons was we just did not have the money to live in new york city yeah. we were not financially able to do that um but we're, we're going to dive into new york city a little bit more on the next episode uh, Mark Strotman would love to hear the process behind how you guys come up with ideas for hoodies and crewnecks. Um, we kind of just, they kind of just come to us, you know, it's not, there's no set process. Uh, sometimes you'll have an idea, uh, you know, you being buckets and sometimes I'll have an idea and we just kind of, uh, spitball and, and bounce ideas back and forth off of each other. And I mean, we've had hundreds and hundreds and thousands of ideas and then we try to you know, see how we can execute it and bring it to life and do it with good quality and, and not, uh, you know, take any shortcuts and yeah, narrow you know, down and, yeah, and, and, and select the best and, and, and basically, basically bring it to life. So there's no set process to it, but, um, it's, uh, it's fun every time. And, 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 and we absolutely love it. Um, the homie Spiro thoughts on the Wilder Fury fight. So we already talked about that. Did you actually cut out the translucent holes on the Air Jordan Five off whites? Not yet, but I'm going to cut at least one of them. But I think I'm only going to do one on each sneaker. I mean, and you're not going to do it. So either way, yeah. we're going to cut it. Uh, next trip planned in the U.S. Um, we shall see. You know, uh, maybe New York again, maybe L.A. Uh, but nothing planned as of right now. Um, most anticipated film, man, there's a lot of questions here. Most anticipated film, musical album or single rap or hip hop that you're looking forward to this year. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean is my answer to that. And shout outs to the King of Mullets buckets. Hey, my man. Ow. There you go. Little wolf pack. Uh, Nick Dorner always wondered what the process was like in bringing the Bubba Gump Saucony to life. How did it come to be and what made you guys go with a Gump inspired design? Um, also any thoughts on coming down to Melbourne, Australia buckets knows I've got some Moscow mules waiting for you. Keep up the good work, lads. Much love. Uh, Nick, we would fucking love to come to Australia. Yeah. Um, we know it's a beautiful place. It's a place that we've wanted to go for a long time. It's really far away. And, uh, so we got to kind of figure that out logistically, how to make that happen. But we will definitely be visiting Melbourne at some point, um, hopefully. Uh, I just said definitely and hopefully in the same sentence, but hey. Hey, it, it, is, what, it is what it is. In the words of the Irishman, it is what it, it is. is what, it, no, they said that to me. Hey, 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 
they said, uh, you know, it, hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, as far as the Bubba Gump Saucony, for those of you who don't know, uh, Saucony came to Buckets and I, along with some other uh, guys who do like sneaker YouTube related videos. Yeah. And uh, presented us with the opportunity to um, collaborate with them and create a sneaker. And so we did that, and uh, it was a huge success. Yeah, super I mean, fun. The sneakers sold out. Now, granted, there was, I think it was about uh, 120 pairs or something like that. There was, it was very limited, but they sold out instantly. Uh, they were reselling for, you know, three times, two times, three times retail. Um, and even to this day, people hit me up and, and ask how they can get a pair and stuff, um, which obviously, I mean, I wish I had pairs on deck. Yeah. Um, I wore my pair for like eight months straight. Yeah, and I, I still have my pair. So Buckets and I both have a pair, but that's it. We don't have any extras, and um, unfortunately. But how we got to that design was we wanted to incorporate something uh, that kind of uh, embodied who we are. Yeah. And uh, so we started thinking about, and I think naturally with stuff like that, you go back to kind of like childhood, right? You go back to the things you grew up on. So, you know, some things about us, Irish kids, New York City, basketball players, um, you know, love sneakers, love um, streetwear, love food. You know, so th you know, those are all some things, right? Movie that, buffs. Yeah, love, love uh, music um, and, and all those things. So one of the things growing up was we never had cable TV, but never were allowed to have video games, all that stuff. Mom Dukes wasn't playing that. And also we were poor. <laughs> so there's that. But we did watch movies. And when we were little kids, we would go rent VHS movies from um, the, the the video store. A dollar. And uh, yeah, they were like a buck. And we would rent them and we would watch them as a family. And, you know, specifically with our dad yeah. too, you know? Uh, you know, pops would take his kids to the, you know, to, to the movie store, we'd pick something out. And so we watched Forrest Gump and we had the movie so long that I think we ended up having to buy it. We never brought it back and we watched it over and over. And, you know, people ask us a lot, right? Like, yo, how do you guys know all these movie lines? And sometimes we'll insert the same movie line verbatim into a life scenario or situation simultaneously yeah. because we've watched the same movies over and over and over and over and over again and forrest gump was one of those movies so to get a little more sentimental with it a little bit more uh emo with it is basically during that time period you know and and buckets you know this you know our dad refers to it as the best of times and the worst of times. Mm -hmm. The best of times because we had our family and we stuck together and there was a lot of love in the household. Um, but the worst of times because financially we were in a really, really bad spot as a family. So best of times and the worst of times. And um, it's for me, Forrest Gump, you know how like a movie or a song or a sneaker, it takes you back. And we've talked about this. It takes you back to an exact time in your life. So Forrest Gump takes me back and us back to an exact time in life, which was the best of times and the worst of times, which reminds me how important family is and how important love is and how important sticking together is. Yeah. So um, that's a long-winded version, but 
you know, we wanted to do something with Forrest Gump. And then once we had that down, we then started thinking, okay, you know, what can we put in? Okay. We could go with a, you know, a linen and and blue, like his suit that he was sitting in with some, with a checkered pattern somewhere in there and whatever. And we decided to go with the hat that he was wearing, the, the bubble Gump hat. Yeah. Um, when he went on his, uh, his uh, epic run, his inter, no, his coastal continental. I don't know. Mike uh, coastal. Mike Posner did it. Yeah. Forrest Gump did it first, but Mike Posner did it second. Mike Posner also just walked. He did, but nonetheless. And he also uh, slept in a, uh, uh, an RV. Yes, he did. Uh, not quite as rugged as Gump, yeah. but nonetheless. Um, and so what we did is we took that hat. And so we put some red in the sneaker for the hat. And then as he ran and as it became more and more weathered, it turned to more of a, burgundy. a darker burgundy color. Also, burgundy is our favorite color, burgundy yeah. boys, or my favorite color, burgundy boys, gang, gang, gang. And um, so we put some uh, some darker hits on there. Uh, we also threw uh, the the little shrimp color on there. We threw the baby blue or, or the, the blue on there, not baby blue, I guess, like a sky blue. Yeah. No, it's like and, a more an, like a, an ocean blue. Yeah, ocean blue. There you go. And, uh, and so we kind of just put it together and, and, and that's how it came to life. But it was, a, a definitely a really fun experience. Okay. What's the, it's pitch black in here. What, what's happening is the, is our light our lights dying. night lights dying. So, so now we're recording in the dark. So we're over an hour, over an hour. Let's do one more and then we'll hit the next ones on the next ep. Um, I'm not Kevin. If you had to tattoo each other, what would you give each other and where? Um, I would give buckets and you, o- I mean, you pick what you give me if you had, or I pick what to you tattoo give me. each other. What would you give each other and where? Yeah, no, I, I guess I get to pick what I'm going to put on you. Okay. So I would put on you an overrated stamp because you're the overrated guy and I would put it on your forehead. So. Wow. Holy shit. Okay. All right. What are you doing to me? Uh, like one of those throwback S's probably. Cause that's one that I wouldn't fuck up. Oh, so you're giving me a cool one. All right. So I give you a shitty one. You give me a cool one. And now I feel bad. Okay. Now I feel bad about myself. Um, So there we go, man. Episode 71. 71. No intro. Intro-less 71. Yeah. No intro. Fuck it, intro. Yeah. Ah, We're going to get a new intro. Shouts to at Fat Kid Deals on Twitter for making the world a better place. And even though we don't have an intro right now, shouts to Spencer Gill the maestro our music man our music man even though there's no music at the moment he's still the music man yeah the man he's composing great symphonies as we speak always that will be intros always 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 um so we're gonna have a patreon exclusive episode this weekend yeah stay tuned for that and uh then we'll be right back at it on tuesday of next week the finale for love is blind is this thursday okay so we're gonna be back at it we're gonna be we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about new york city we're gonna get to some of these other patreon suggested topics which are always good ones and uh we'll play it where it lies yeah episode 71 in z books but a boom boom